0: What's your point?
1: You know, I would be remiss if I didn't mention, Garnet, the important role that you're playing on WPKN in not simply independent journalism, but making sure voices get out. The reality is that as we talk about social media and activism and, and hashtags, conversation, like deep dialogue about these issues is really what we're going to need if we're going to ever get to that point of reimagination. So I just wanted to to thank you, you know, we've got to live for the revolution, um, and that revolution really is going to uh, have to be one that allows us to to conquer these
0: inequalities and move forward as, as as a nation as a whole, but also as a community united. Okay, thank you so much. Is very important for the continuation and maintenance of a democracy. One should be tolerant of all views different to yours. It is much better to use words to settle differences than with weapons. You see, weapons destroy human beings. When all these differing views are put together consensus should be found to move the nation forward together for one common cause at the end of an argument we may disagree but not become disagreeable hello hello good good morning to you welcome to another broadcast of What's your point with yes truly garnet anchor? And uh, uh, let me start off with uh, my thought for today. It comes from Frederick Douglass. No, I make no pretension to patriotism. So long as my voice can be heard on this or the other side of the Atlantic... I will hold up America to the lighting scorn of moral indignation. In doing this, I shall feel myself discharging the duty of a true patriot, for he is a lover of his country who rebukes and does not excuse its sins. All right. The telephone number to get in touch, and you may call now if you so choose. Uh, the telephone number is two o three 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 six nine seven five six. That's two o three 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 six nine seven five six. A lot uh, in the news, and um, don't wait to um, a few minutes to the. 10th hour before you call, you can do that now. But uh, all right, I'll go along with some comments here. And uh, um, the Judge, uh, Judge Ketanji Brown Jackson, her way is clear for her to take up her position on the United States Supreme Court as the nation's first black woman. On the highest court in the United States after 233 years and 15 justices, 100, I'm not talking about, 115 justices before her. Of that 115 justices, 108 have been white men. And we have no problems with white men, we're just saying, with the history of this country. Uh, Judge Brown Jackson takes her position on the court when Justice Stephen Breyer resigns later this year. So she is still uh, a judge in the Washington, D.C. court. So so to date, she's not yet the, the justice. She's still serving in her current position. Just to make that clear to you. Again, the telephone number to get in touch, 203-336-9756. And uh, you may call and uh, speak on anything, even if something we're not talking about. And I see someone is calling, but you are going to ask if you'd call on 203-336-9756, where I can get you on the air, if you call on 203-336-9756. Yes, and... um, it is a proud moment. It doesn't matter who you are. It's a proud moment in history of the country. And let's get to uh, the telephone line. Hello, good morning. What's your point? Morning, no, yes. Hello, sorry, can you hear me? I, I can. Can you hear me? Yes, I'm hearing you clearly. Okay. Yes,
2: uh, well, my point this morning is, Uh, I think, let me just turn my radio down here because there seems to be some feedback. Okay. Yeah, Uh, my point this morning is uh, regarding reparations.
0: Ah, yeah, you can go ahead.
2: And, um, you know, there's great resistance to uh, reparations. And, you know, first and foremost, I think they should be paid. And there are many ways that we can go about doing this for example, uh, universities that benefited from slavery, like, say, Brown. Indeed. They could, they could uh, you know, offer free education to X number of students per state every year.
0: And I, I, when example. you say students, are you talking about predominantly black and other minority no, or, students?
2: Yeah, absolutely, African-American students. Yeah, only African-American students, meaning, you know, the the idea is to make reparations for slavery. So that's, you know, who you should be targeting in terms of offering these sorts of things. Um, that's one way. The other point regarding reparations is that, you know, many people feel like, well, I didn't personally uh, wasn't involved in the slave trade, so why do I have to pay? And and the people that are living now aren't directly, you know what I mean? They weren't direct slaves, in, you know, right now, this minute. But my point is, it was a wrong, and it should be corrected.
0: So what would you say to that person who said, you know, I'm a white person in this country today, I wasn't around, so we shouldn't be paying for this. What What would you say to that person?
2: Well, the point isn't to pay for what happened what's happening now; it's to pay for what happened, right?
0: And that Which they are beneficiaries of those enslaved labor. What do you say?
2: It, it was it was a it was a sin, and that reparation should be made for that. As, a, uh, as an offering for forgiveness.
0: Yes, it's time for this country to do something close to what took place in South Africa, headed by the, 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 the late, um, now late, Desmond Tutu, Bishop Desmond Tutu, who had this Truth and Reconciliation Commission to examine what took place, because we have not had that. Since slavery, exactly and we right. need to have something like that to 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 talk about to get it out of our system. Because in all fairness, white people in general, and there's nothing against white people. White people are afraid to talk about these things. And if we can Absolutely. have these things, talk about it, and say where do we go from here after this, then would have solved the problem. People say that oh, coming oh, of okay. Obama as uh, would be the end to that. No, it's that, that that's that's us wrong. Go ahead, sorry.
2: No, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, no. And the other point of it is, let's look at it from a different point of view, right? What happens instead of looking at some white people I'm speaking to, instead of looking at it as like a penalty, why not look at it as an investment? Could you imagine the economic and cultural renaissance this country would
0: experience Indeed, and I'm also saying, if okay, white people are oppressing black people. What if these people in oppression were lifted out of that oppression? These people are white and they are millionaires. they're millionaires. They would be quadruple, you know, in the, the profits that they would get because these people would be spending money. So these people are—they are so short-sighted.
2: Not only spending money, starting businesses. Indeed, starting creating new products. I'm telling you, it, we're missing out on a, in, probably our most valuable asset as a country. It and is. if you're really a patriot, you should be in favor of p- paying reparations.
0: Of course. Of course. You know, are these people so short-sighted? Can't they see?
2: Well, I think it's fear uh, that maybe, you know, if we were to lift up those oppressed people, maybe they would take over and then we're working for them now. You know what I mean? So Uh, I I don't agree with that. I'm saying that might be a possible reason why people are so hesitant to approach this. mm -hmm. That's what I think. I I think, you know, there's a a lot of racism is just based on fear.
0: Indeed, indeed. Fear and
2: ignorance. ignorance. Fear and ignorance. Exactly. Exactly. And, And that's usually the case what regardless of the race that you know experiencing the racism or the person or the race that's perpetrating the racism it's usually fear and ignorance
0: Indeed, fear ignorance yes. and intolerance
2: yeah uh, you know it's just ridiculous listen I don't, I remember there was a caller who called in a few weeks ago who was a, a supporter of something I'm not really interested in getting into. But I don't agree with that person at all. But let's face it, he is our brother. Indeed. And, and we have to st- remember that, that even the people we don't like and disagree with 100%, they're still our brother.
0: Indeed. And you see, I, I I resent the word hatred because I hate no man, no one, because hatred exactly. to me is too much of a burden to bear. You may dislike the person's ideas and the person's mannerisms, but in terms, it's too much for me to say I hate that person. No, I can't do that. It's It's too much for me.
2: You're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. So, well, that was my point. I appreciate, uh, you know, your program. Love the music, by the way, too.
0: Thank you so much.
2: Well, uh, that was my point. And uh, I have a great day and I bid you adieu.
0: Thank you so much. You too. And uh, thanks for calling.
2: All right. Good thanks.
0: Good thanks. Okay. Uh, let's uh, get back to the telephone. Hello. Good morning. What's your point? Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry about that. Go ahead. Can you hear me?
3: Yes, I can. I enjoy hearing your, your program as well. I like to um, process everything with Our Lady of Guadalupe, her incarnation here, her, be- her being in a mixed heritage. And her story throughout time, so you can look at that. And you know, I would like to also talk about like it's the curse of Cortez and the split in the church. And and if you understood church history, if you're Christian back in the day, you were Catholic. So when Hernan Cortez came uh, to Americas, right? What did he bring? Colonialism, right? Colonialism has brought its way right back over to here, right? So um, when um, the Aztecs were um, uh, murdering, like uh, 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 to Aztec gods, one-fifth of their population. Every 52 years, I believe, they would, uh, in a, a four-day period, um, uh, sacrifice, uh, uh, flipping their hearts out, five seconds apiece, um, um, 90,000 people. So when the Spaniards came under, uh, uh, with the Catholic faith, and this is all during a time when... Uh, um, uh, the king of England who killed two of his wives, and Martin Luther, who, yes, spoke in the Vulgate to the Latin people, but also spoke in German, right? He started talking German to their language. So the, 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 took a, the devil took a big chunk of, of, of people with him and, and deceived a whole lot of people. anglo Saxons, english Sherman, right? So those are the people that got to be real close to the lie. But at the end of the day, you just need to fix the church. Um, but when I tell you what they came and they saw the the mutualization and they didn't have right then then the, then the sacraments, and, 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 and you know church is already under breakup, and then they brought um, um, that colonization type of atmosphere to all the Americas, right? And then. Um, so when Juan Diego came, right, and an incarnation of Our Lady Guadalupe came, right, and if you look at the story, um, if, uh, I, I, and I'm starting to lose my point, but if, if you look at uh, Aryanism, right, the Ku Klux clan, that in the beginning is like from a guy from Libya, right? How, how funny is this? It's like so ridiculous. Like, And, and I would also like to talk about... Uh, um, the abortion rate. This is the curse of Cortez, right? Now, now they're making money aborting babies. In New York City, more than half of our, our black ladies, women, that um, um, you know, get pregnant, abort their babies, right? So I'm from Connecticut, and we, we sit there, we put the prayers down, right? We're, we're playing, I'm, I'm so small, so wrong, right? And, and and we're like, we're, and, and we're the sacraments, the true sacraments, because we can have repentance. We can have forgiveness, right? And, and, and they broke up. When I tell when B2 when Vatican II came, like, they broke up the mass even further. So, the, the traditional Latin mass as well, they did not, when all the Coronas came, and they broke down all the churches, but they left Costco liquor store open, the traditional Latin mass, and they're all over the place. They never did shut down. They stayed open the whole time. And I, and I have firsthand knowledge of too many. So at the end of the day, you have to fix the church. St. Augustine, St. Monica, they're, they're from Africa. But they always paint them really white. And they hold Jesus up. I mean, 10 years before I was born, they start locking the churches up. And you don't like it like that. So thank you for the opportunity of talking. I have to get ready for, for the true Holy Catholic Mass. It's a traditional Latin mass. So have a blessed day. Thank you for letting me talk.
0: Okay. Bye. Okay. Thank you so much for your input. Very much appreciated. Thanks again.
3: I appreciate you. Uh, I, I, I stayed like, busy. Oh, this is for you. I got to go. Bye, bye, bye. Love you. Bye.
0: Okay, bye. Take care. Uh, you're in touch with uh, WPKN. The show is... What's your point? The number to get in touch, 203-336-9756. That's 203-336-9756. And you may call and uh, share your opinion about anything. What's on your mind? What's your point? All right, so uh, before those two calls, we were talking about the ascension of uh, Judge Ketanji Brown Jackson, the first black woman in the history of the Supreme Court in its 233-year history, to sit on that court. But she still have a little while yet to get there because uh, as soon as uh, Justice uh, Stephen Breyer resigns sometime later this year. Maybe it's June, somewhere there. And then she sits. She continues in her current position in the court in uh, Washington, the District of Columbia. Yes, and um, when you see it's 2022, this is not 1822, it's 2022. And you want to tell us that after 233 years, and in the history of this country, where slave, its slave past, we just have the first black woman on the bench of the highest court, an eminently qualified woman. What does that say to a nation like that who goes around and preach equality and justice and fair play to other countries, but it's not practicing it here at home? And not only that, the members in the United States Judicial Committee, all Republicans, voted against her moving forward to the full Senate. All 11 of them voted no. And they, maybe all of them, but I saw most of them said she's eminently qualified. So if she's eminently qualified, why, vote, why did you vote against her? What's your reason? What more can a black educated woman do in this country to to get ahead without this racist criticism against her? What's going on here? This is a backward nation. It's a joke to go around the world preaching democracy because if The president chooses someone, and you say she's eminently qualified, but yet you are saying racist things or even asking her, what is the definition of a woman? Really? You're going to ask a woman that? You just insult the intelligence of this woman. And boy, you've got to appreciate and love her demeanor. She just sat there and just quietly. That's the that's how a judge should operate. And these people just come around, they just lie. They sit there and lie because she know they know that she is a lady and she's not gonna attack them like previous, previous uh persons who came before them did. And I won't even get into that. Talking about beer and all them things, you know, it's, some of these people, oh, let me tell you, it's, how, how much more can a black woman do, do all she can, do as a law, as a country says, you get up, you go to school, you get your education, you do and do and do your, you wouldn't believe it that she ruled in favor of this racist former president. She ruled in favor of him. That is the law. What is respect of what you want to say about that? She ruled in favor of something that came before her, in his favor. So it tells you something about this woman that she looks at the case before her, which she should. They they don't tell you about that. They just try to muddy this decent lady, because she is a lady. And it's a disgrace to see in 2022 that grown men and women are behaving like children in the Judiciary Committee in the United States Senate. It's a disgrace, and they should all hang their head in shame. But the thing is, where will they be in the books of history? History will not judge them kindly. When the first black woman an eminently qualified lady came before you you all blew your racist dog whistles at her and oh tell I believe you should ask tough questions there is nothing wrong with asking serious tough questions but don't come with your racist dog whistles and then you voted for her to sit on the, to do the job that she's currently doing but now she's being elevated to the highest court in the land, and she's not good enough for that. Oh, Mattel, and then you talk about justice and fair play and and the rule of law when you care not about it. You're just a set of jokers, man. Uh, Let's uh, remind you of the telephone number to get in touch, 203- Three three six nine seven five six. 9756 That's 203-336-9756. And you have a lot of time to talk, to call. And you could call right now if you so choose. Yes, yeah, so, you know, I, I can recall that some years ago, when it was time for Dr. Martin Luther King to be granted Is holiday as a national public holiday. Republicans say no. John McCain was one of one of them. The the, the late John McCain and I consider John McCain a war hero. That guy made a serious mistake, and when it was time for him to come and uh, run against President uh, uh, Senator Barack Obama, the junior senator from Illinois, he said it was a mistake. So these 11 people, and I'm sure some of them are planning to run for president. When they go out in a committee and people ask them, why didn't you vote in favor, even to take her out of the committee into the full Senate? What would your answer be? Uh, the number to get in touch, 203-336-9756. You know, I'm just looking at the Republican, and I call it a cult. And you can call right now and tell me I'm wrong. Because if you listen to the show, you you realize that I deal in facts, and my opinions are fact-based. I might be wrong sometimes. But as I'm looking here, on the, on the Republican. The, you know, And I have not been talking much about policy. I'm talking about the people in this country saving it from the Republicans. And this is a serious situation. I never thought I'd be doing and saying this. But we have a, a political party in this country that is undemocratic, They don't care about the rule of law. Inherently racist. They don't care about anything. They only want to win at all costs. And when they are in political power, they destroy the nation. We have seen that in the last several years. Are you going to let that run this country? The the Republicans, they need to be purged from within. A lot of these people who are in the Senate, the United States Senate and the United States House should be investigated for the January 6th attempted coup d'etat on this nation. They're sitting there as lawmakers when they themselves are lawbreakers. How can we have these people even sitting down with a face to even ask the judge anything about anything when they were in favor of overthrowing a democratically elected government? How can they? Is this a joke or what? We, this November, and it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter, we see that Republicans, even in Connecticut, are not standing up to this guy who was in the, in the White House for four years. They said nothing. They stood by and watched him rob, rape, plunder the constitution of this country and said nothing. So why should we trust them with political power in Connecticut, I say no. If they were standing up and fighting like 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 Miss Cheney and Kinzinger are doing, then I would say bully for them. But if you sit by, your silence tells a lot. We cannot trust you with political power. And even with these people standing up, these two Republicans standing up and... and we're not even talking about their political leaning in terms of whether they are conservatives or we're talking about the fact that they're standing up for the rule of law and standing up for democracy. It's a great thing. And we wish more of them would be doing that. And I would, be calling, I would not be calling that party a, a, a cult, but it, it is a cult because of the way they are behaving. And these people are good people trying to, to see what happened on January 6th and they are ostracizing them and doing a lot of things to them, even taking committee chairmanships from them. And you call this a democracy? Seriously? And when people criticize you correctly, you call them all kinds of names? Really? The telephone number to get in touch, 203-336-9756. Let's uh, get back to the telephone. Hello, good morning. You're on. What's on your mind? Hello?
2: Hey, good morning.
0: Good morning to you.
2: Uh, Garnet, I called earlier, uh-huh. uh, but your conversation, you know, made me call in again.
4: Yes, uh, you are you're,
2: abs- you're absolutely right, The January six people who the congressmen and senators who had anything to do with that should be out of office. They 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 took an oath. People forget that they're not regular citizens. These people took an oath, and they broke that oath on January six. By the letter of the law, they should be out of office. But could you imagine this? Imagine if a group of black people did what the January 6th people did. Could you imagine? They would have called in the army and killed everybody.
0: And they Look what they did to Black Lives Matter, a peaceful, demonstrating people.
2: Exactly. Yeah, so it's, uh, you know, the, there's been a false narrative at play for a long time now, but especially the last, Six years, and it culminated January sixth, and now they're trying to sweep it under the rug. Like, oh, this is First Amendment; they have a right to protest. That was not a demonstration. No,
0: that was an attempted assas- uh, attempted coup d'état.
2: Absolutely, that's exactly what it was. And people who do that, by the letter of the law, I'm not. This is not my opinion. The letter of law—that's sedition—and you get you get hung for that. Indeed,
0: and uh, and the, the, the January Sixth Committee and some other body, some legisl- some body said that what the former president did is likely criminal. So I'm trying to figure out now what what are they what are they waiting on to indict this guy. Just what?
2: Because, be, because what it does is it sets a dangerous precedent, right? In terms of what if now they're going to go after each other and try to criminally get each other. The, the, it's, it's a civil war going on right now.
0: Indeed. indeed. Just see,
2: with no guns, Yes, really. yes,
0: yes. And I believe the President Biden should stay out of it. He selected... Merrick Garland as the Attorney General of the country, he should do the job of that. The president should not tell him what to do. He's supposed to be independent, as a former judge himself, and do his work.
2: Yes, he's our attorney. Indeed. So he should go ahead. So
0: he should go ahead and indict the former president, put him before the courts. Have the camera on them, showing every minute of it, so we see that it's fair. And he should get the best lawyers. There is the, the former president, and go to court and deal with this. This is what we do in a democratic, just society.
2: Yeah, look at Watergate <laughs> So yeah, no there, there there seems to be no interest in pursuing this.
0: You know, I, I think if Watergate had happened now, President Nixon would have gotten through it without because of social media and all of that. I absolutely. think
2: absolutely. Absolutely right. Yeah, social media it's the perfect way to perpetuate a false narrative. Indeed. It's it's the best thing ever for that. Yes. Yeah, its it's the worst scourge on free-thinking society ever. Yep. But anyway, I, I I was compelled to call in. I didn't I don't want to dominate the rap, but I, I you, you know really do appreciate what you were talking about.
0: Okay, thank you so much. Have Uh, a
2: great
0: night. You too. Thanks again.
2: Peace.
0: Okay. All right. Let's uh, get back to the phone. Hello. Good morning. You're on. What's your point? Hello?
1: Oh, well, you you said something, you know, just uh, that's how democracy works in a just society. First of all, democracy never has really worked because we don't have a just society. We don't have justice properly, uh, executed in this country. Um, the other thing is the Democrats are equally as bad as the Republicans. In fact, they have a truce amongst them. I mean, it's pretty much a facade. Um, you know, maybe what we saw in the last few years with Trump was this great division. I honestly, I don't think there really was. I think it was you know uh and if the Democrats were really that much in opposition of what the Republicans were doing, there would have been much more forceful ac- action against these uh horrendous policies that trump did um and you know, as far as the January sixth um you know where are the sedition charges you know wh- wh- what's with Merrick garland? what are they doing? I mean, you know this is the truce they have. You know what I'm saying? They're they're pussyfooting around this thing. And, you you know, it's it's absolutely ridiculous for us to believe that justice could get served. We obviously see justice doesn't get served in this country. You know, what makes us think that it's going to get served? I mean, the only people that get shortchanged are me and you. OK, it's it's they they are going to be fine. You know, this this man was talking about these senators as has, they have. They're not like regular citizens. They're they're all let me tell you, they're all insulated. They all it's like an inside club, those people. OK, they do what they want, you know, and it's it, and we're the ones who suffer. Me and you at their cons of the consequences, you know, so uh, there, we
0: we got big problems in this country. That's the damn sure. Indeed. So I, I would to ask you: um, Don't you think? And I don't know because I, I have no, I'm not privy to anything they're doing. But could there be a situation where the Attorney General? Because the other day I heard him asking for over a hundred attorneys to work in the in the in this in his in his, in his um, department. Couldn't there be a situation where he's currently investigating to bring prosecutions against a former president, but waiting for the real time to make that announcement? All these things, because these guys do these things on the quiet at times before they make this, an announcement. Couldn't that be a this, situation? This is
1: true. Yeah, this is this is true. Listen, we, we don't know how Merrick Garland's uh, uh, because maybe there's some good people in there. Uh, goodness peaks its head every now and then, and that that's the good news, I think. Um, but I think in general we can't hold our breath. Yes, yes. You know, um, here here's here's a problem that nobody's talking about. Okay, and 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 I, and I even saw wreak its head on WPKN. Right, we we usually side on the side of justice we're, we're we're the we're supposedly the leaders and the good ones and and uh, and supposedly the democrats in power are the only ones that we get behind who potentially listen to us and can help us you know attain the things that we want they'll listen to us right the problem is the democrats are part of the problem and they've demonstrated an, a, an ability to deceive the people with the pandemic, okay? There is an immense body of evidence that's saying that the way the Democrats handled this thing, using the uh, science that is controlled by Big, big Pharma, we were on the end of that stick, and we suffered tremendously, okay? There are treatment options the same way there are treatment op- options for cancer. There are treatment options for heart disease, for diabetes. The same people that that, that basically um, had the largest um, uh, fraud on, on humanity, Pfizer, are the ones that the government got behind. Okay, and, and these are the same people that, that do the Tuskegee uh, uh, experiments on us. And all the African-Americans suddenly want to, not all, I'll say quite a few, suddenly get behind these people instead of us not complying and, and saying, wait a minute, we have a problem. There's, they, these people are not good, okay? And we're not putting our trust in it. And our government caved into that and our radio stations and our beloved WPKN was pushing this narrative too. What narrative you know, and we didn't Sorry, and, what and narrative? We, we didn't investigate. All I'm saying is there's another side, the way war has another side, the way we went into Fallujah, what we do in Africa. We understand that there's another side. Yes. You know have the CIA so operates. You mentioned
0: you mentioned WPKN. What did you say about WPKN?
1: Okay, well, well, WPKN. I specifically almost had to turn it off when I heard on Scott Harris does some. I've been listening to Scott for thirty years. Okay, and they, they would they would characterize when people who said freedom of choice with their body. Right. And and there was an equation of abortion rights saying freedom of choice with your body. We were saying the same thing about freedom of choice with our body. We don't want medicine, their medicine, and we want the right to have the choice. And they were mandating it. And WPKN was behind the mandates. And this and the vaccine is causing more harm. And it's not because I'm saying it. It's because the CDC's own website, theirs, has thousands of deaths and injuries that nobody wants to talk about on WPKN, okay? And doctors don't even want to treat people. You get hurt from that vaccine. No doctor wants to treat you, okay? You can't. You can't. You have no recourse. You're on your own. But, but if you want that vaccine, boy, you can go to any corner and get it.
0: Okay, you know, let's get so back to the t- at the beginning of the conversation. You mentioned you said that both the Republicans and the Democrats are the same. You want to explain that somehow?
1: Yes. Okay. <clears throat> when you look at Joe Manchin, he supports the oil industry the same way that the Republicans do. True. When you look at when you look at the people like uh, uh, Schumer. OK, who is, I believe, is the Speaker of the House now.
0: No, he no, no, largest- he, no. Nancy Pelosi is the Speaker of the House. Uh, Schumer right, is right, right. the sorry. leader of the Democrats, the, the, the leader of the Democrats and the leader in the Senate, seeing that they have the He's majority. He's the leader of
1: the Senate, forgive me. Yes. yes, correct.
0: He's the largest recipient
1: of any senator for uh, pharmaceutical money. Okay, this the, these guys accept money, and unless you do your research and understand, they're all taking money from people that are are shaping policy that me and you on the ground have to have to uh, are the recipients of. Okay, so things like that. Now there are other issues that there's big dividing lines on. I believe on voting rights, there's a lot of dividing lines.
0: Sorry, you know Sorry, let, let's difficult. get back to this a little cuz i think this is important um you remember Russ fine goal and the the fine goal the McCain fine bill that talked about money, big money, out of politics. That's all dead yeah. And the Supreme Court killed it. So we want to get back to that, to rein in these people, whether you're Republicans or Democrats, to say you can't take money from these people. And if you take money, it has to be a certain amount. And it should be shown all over so people know where, who are the people funding you, whether you're Republican, Democrat or what. We should get back to that. And the thing about unlimited money, that is just destroying this country. Go ahead. No, no doubt. You said you said Russ Feingold. Yes. There hasn't been a senator
1: with the backbone of a Russ Feingold since this guy's been gone. Indeed. And he tried, I mean, he tried several that's times. He tried several times to come back, problem. but he
0: lost. Excuse me. He tried several times at a re uh, to come back to return to the Senate, but he lost on, on several occasions. Not sure that and I'm, McCain yeah, well, aspires, as you know. I'm, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, all the all the forces don't want a guy like that in the Senate. There's no way, of course, you know. So listen, um, we we have a problem. I, I I don't have solutions. All I know is that the, the Democrats and even the progressives in this country. Um, the fact that there is no critical thinking around what I believe is the biggest elephant in the room. Nobody wants to talk about how it was handled, and that's the pandemic. If we could cave into, um, uh, what our politicians and what our pharmaceutical industry is doing, all the progressives, including WPKN, no telling what's next. Okay? That was, that was their trial balloon, and they did really good with it. OK, so it, it, let me tell you something. That pandemic was no, no different than the war in Iraq and weapons of mass destruction. OK, the lies are insurmountable and we need to call them out. And we did not call them out. We're fast to call them out when, when, when we see it at war like that. But when, when it comes home to us right on our own shores, we, we and especially health, people get so fearful. They played up the fear on us. And these are the kinds of things we need to pay attention to. You know, yes, voting is important. Yes, war and peace is important. But health has to be equally as important to all of us and our right to protect our health and not allow pharmaceutical companies to dominate the government, the airwaves, even progressive minds. That's a problem, my friend.
0: Okay, thank you very much for your spirited uh, conversation.
1: I appreciate you giving me the time. Thank you very
0: much. You're so welcome. Take care. Have a great day. You too. Indeed. And uh, yes, uh, you're in touch with uh, WPKN. The show is What's Your Point? aired fortnightly on this radio station starting at 9 a.m., Eastern time, and we go up to about five minutes to ten or so. All right, so you still have some time to call, another ten minutes. It's uh, the telephone number to get in touch, 203-336-9756. That's what we do in a country like this. We speak our mind, and um, sometimes people don't like to hear it, but um, that's what it is. That's how a democracy works, or some would say... It's not fully a democracy at this time because of what took place uh, when for the first time in a very long time there wasn't a smooth transition of power from one administration to the next. People died on that day, on January uh, 6, uh, 2021. So we should always remember that. And... uh, so I think people call it natocracy, something like that. So it's not fully a democracy, and we still have forces at play that want to just do as they like, and it is for it's up to us to not let them do that. Uh, Yes, so you still have some time to call in, uh, 203-336-9756. Yes, and I, for those calls, I was talking about uh, the history-making Judge Ketanji Brown Jackson. Uh, uh, It's been cleared now for her to sit on the Supreme Court as the first black woman as an associate justice on the court. And, um, yes, so, you know, it's, uh, I'm not sure how we get away from, I, I talked about it earlier on, about, um, it's ignorance and intolerance and, um, and, uh, you know, ignorance means lack of knowledge about a particular race. You know, if you take the time to learn about a particular race, maybe you, your views would be changed. So that's why it's important for us to have um, multicultural uh, activities in schools from kindergarten right up to the university level. So people of different races, different ethnic backgrounds will be able to realize that this is supposed to be a huge melting pot of black, white, brown, yellow, everybody, and we live in harmony. And it's not a pipe dream, it can happen, you know, but it's going to take a lot of work for that to happen. You know, the telephone number to get in touch, 203-336-9756. That's uh, 203-336-9756. Yes, and um, the caller just said that the Republicans and the Democrats are the same. What are your thoughts on that? You know, that's his view. What, what, are you th- what are your thoughts on that? Um And one wonders, how can they, or could they be the same when they're so different, you know? But that's his view, and he's entitled to his view. Um, Yes, so we we see, and it's, it's true that many of them are there for their um, on both sides, Republicans and Democrats, for their own self-interest. And um, they, they'll block legislation if it's gonna affect adversely their donors. And that's why the same body should come up with new laws about how elections are. Funded, Take out big money, big corporate money, out of the election. Democracy is not for sale. So we shouldn't have that on all sides. And they're they're all, I wouldn't say all, but both parties are guilty of that. You know? And these big lobby companies that come in and say, we want this, we want that. And then a good man turns a blind eye. Eye, because of the monetary compensation that he'll get from that company, so he turns a blind eye to the wrongs, the ills that that company will bring to bear on the society, and we can't have that. I remember the other day um, was um, uh, a news reporter at a news conference, asked the Speaker of the House, Democrat Nancy Pelosi, why don't we have a situation where the members of Congress, both the House and the Senate, are barred from holding stocks, or if they currently have stocks, to have it in some account that they are not close to. So and she was she knocked it down immediately, you know. It 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 it's in reference to what this previous caller just said, you know. And then later on, I think they are coming up with a bill to do just that. Because how can you have the fox guarding the hen house? And I keep saying to you, you know. It doesn't matter. As in a democracy or in a country where you can vote, you should, even if you voted for that guy, you should have some fierce skepticism, some healthy skepticism about what he or she is is doing. Because with power, people tend to do anything. Power tends to corrupt and absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. So even if you voted for that guy, don't sit there and just agree with everything he says or does. Look and read between the lines to see that they're doing the things that they say they would during the election campaign. You can't sit back and relax. There's no time for that. And you criticize him or her still because you want the country to be better. That's what we do in a situation like this. All right, we have another couple of minutes to go and uh, you can still call for another two and a half minutes or so, the telephone number to get in touch, 203-336-9756. That's 203-336-9756. And uh, the next time What's Your Point is on the air is on the 24th, Sunday the 24th day of uh, April, and uh, at nine a.m. Eastern time, I, I I can't. It's just unbelievable that I'm saying we're almost in the middle of of April already. It was just the other day that we had January one, two thousand twenty-two. My my my, the year is flying fast. All right, um, two o three 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 six nine seven five six is the number. To get in touch, and uh, we see here that let's uh, tell you a little about Judge Katanji Brown Jackson. She currently serves on the United States Court of Appeals in Washington D.C. Circuit, as of January, uh, as of June two thousand twenty-one. And uh, you should remember that she is in the position that the current United States Attorney General had. That was a position that. Merrick Garland, the current Attorney General, had, and he was in that position when President Barack Obama was in the White House. He, he nominated Merrick Garland as his uh, nominee for a, a seat on the United States Supreme Court. And the Republican leader, who was a majority leader at the time, said, no for nearly a year. So, you know, so that is what's going on. So we are are going to say our goodbye to you for yet another Sunday morning. And uh, thank you so much for listening to What's Your Point? See you in a fortnight. Bye. Thanks for all your calls.
4: This is FC Buzz on WPKN Radio. A brief look at what's happening around Fairfield County. This is David Green with the Cultural Alliance of Fairfield County with our weekly selection from FC Buzz events. The best guide to arts and culture in coastal Fairfield County. Find it at culturalalliancefc.org. Through Sunday the Westport Library presents VersoFest 2022, the first of its kind immersive three-day festival and conference, providing creatives, artists, and fans with the opportunity to explore music and media in an intimate and unique environment. Performances include Les Zeppelin on Friday, Chris France's Danny Probably on Saturday, and the highly acclaimed groundbreaking young blues visionary Selwyn Birchwood on Sunday Sunday 3 o'clock at Stamford's Palace Theatre the Stamford Symphony presents Zuckerman Plays Brook the incomparable Pinchas Zuckerman returns to Stamford to play the ever-popular Brook Violin Concerto in a concert that also includes Mendelssohn's Scottish Symphony Sunday 2 to 5 Fairfield's Art Place Gallery invites the public to a reception for Black and White, a member group show of 21 artists, including work by Cultural Alliance members Bevy Bullwinkle, Judith Lambertson, Julie Leff, Toby Michaels, Diane Pollock, and Anthony Santamoro. On view every day through May 22nd, the show includes work in a variety of mediums, styles, subjects, and sizes. Sunday, 3 o'clock, at Southport's Trinity Episcopal Church, Suzuki Music Schools presents its latest Pillow Concert with duo Stephanie and Sa. Stephanie Ho and Sa Ahuvia performing four-hand music for piano by an eclectic array of composers. These family-friendly Pillow Concerts give young children a chance to be up close and personal with the performers beyond the front row. And they're encouraged to bring pillows to create seats at the artist's feet. Sunday, 4.30 and 8 o'clock at the Ridgefield Playhouse, Black Violin, Impossible Tour, combines an array of musical styles and influences to produce a signature sound they call Classical Bloom. With influences ranging from Shostakovich and Bach To Naz and Jay-Z, black violin breaks the rules, blending classical, hip-hop, jazz, rock, R&B and bluegrass. These classically trained violinists and their DJ use their music to overcome stereotypes and encourage people of all ages, races and economic backgrounds to join together to break down cultural barriers. Sunday, 7 o'clock at Fairfield's Shoe Community Theatre, an evening with ukulele musician Jake Shimabukuro. Exploring a seemingly endless repertoire of jazz, rock, blues, bluegrass, folk, and classical genre on an unlikely instrument, the ukulele. This Hawaiian born virtuoso has taken the ukulele to points previously thought impossible. Shimabukuro reinvents the applications for an often underappreciated four string instrument and has been called the Jimi Hendrix of the ukulele. For details on these and hundreds more events, check FC Buzz events at culturalalliancefc.org. This was FC Buzz on WPKN Radio.
2: Hi, this is Rick Patrone, host of The Jazz Sound, every Monday afternoon from 1 to 4. My shows are always filled with music, stories, current jazz events, and interesting conversations with jazz artists. So please join me here on WPKN in Bridgeport, 89.5 FM and WPKN.org. And tell your friends to listen in.